Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Alana, Paris, and Kyle, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. On our podcast, we weekly discuss topics that are typically left in the shadows, and we do our best to shine God's light and love onto them. Welcome here. Welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. I'm here, Alana, and I've got Kyle with me, and we are going to do um, another episode in our Opposites series. But before we do that, uh, if you follow us on Instagram, you'll see I share this in our stories that we're going to be doing this more often, is we're going to be sharing um, a review that someone has given us on Apple Podcasts. So make sure you give us a review, and then you'll be able to maybe hear it, because um, we're going to share them as we go. Okay, so this review is from Haley, and she gave us four, no, five stars and said, so thankful for this ministry. She said, I was just telling my fiance that I fear I will have a hard time opening up sexually when we get married, and your Instagram popped up on my feed the next week. Talk about God's perfect timing. This podcast has been such an encouragement to me. Yeah. Sweet. So sweet. I'm so glad, Haley, that this has been encouraging to you. So, so good. Lots of people think that this is only something that's helpful once you're married because mm-hmm. hopefully you're only having sex once you're married. But so many of these conversations yeah. can be had before you're married and save a lot of stress while you're married. Yes. Yeah. I know. Actually, we get lots of messages from people who are like, I'm getting married really soon. And this is, you know, dispelled a lot of fears or um, given us lots of conversation or different perspectives or things to talk about or look forward to. So no, it's awesome. And so if you're not sure where to leave a review, um, you can do so on Apple podcasts and, um, we will maybe read it next time we do an episode. So this episode, this opposite we're talking about today is personalities. Like I feel so often we marry someone who's different from us. And I mean, you know, you've heard the saying before, like opposites attract. And so I know this has got to hit home for other people than just us. Kyle, I know you were saying mm-hmm. like you and your wife potentially have, you know, different personalities. And I know Jeff and I do as well. So um, this is definitely something that people have messaged us asking, you know, how do you navigate this when you and your your spouse or even like I have a friend who is asking me like me and my boyfriend have different personalities. How do we navigate this going forward well to then, you know, moving forward in your relationship? So, um, super valid. Um, but I was first, I wanted to hear Kyle, what, like, how do you and your wife have opposite or different personalities? Um, I would say the biggest one is like just extroverted versus introverted. So I'm very extroverted. I like being out around people all the time and that like, that gives me energy. Whereas for her, that just drains all of her energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You? Yeah. I would. Yeah. That was Jeff and I for sure. Um, and it's interesting. So I, I realized that it kind of struck me really strange. So so like before Jeff and I got married, we were, I remember like Bible school, we went to Bible school together um, after high school. And um, after class was done, Jeff would go straight to the car. And I'd be like, man, like, that's so rude. Like, why is he just like leaving? And I just wanted to visit with my friends and figure out what we we're doing, whatever. And I was like, you know, it, to me, it struck me as like, 
why aren't you being like personable with these people? But to him, he's like, well, I'm drained. I've spent the entire day with these folks. Like, let's go. Um, and for me, I was like, oh, well, I got to, you know, see what people are doing and, you know, take an interest in others and blah, blah, blah. And um, so it was really interesting. I think that was one of the first realizations maybe that we were like, oh, no, we're different. We're different people. <laughs> we have, we think differently. Um, and I think that brought up one, I think a lot of um, maybe disagreements initially when we were dating, um, but then also opened the door for lots of communication to then try and combat that because we realized we were so different in that way. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's more ways to be opposite or different in personalities too. Because I know, like I was looking it up and trying like, okay, like what are some other ways? Because me and Jeff are like, I, I think we're pretty similar. But then when I was looking up other ways, I was like, oh, no, no. Like some of these are me too. So, you know, there's like the introvert versus extrovert, like we already said. There's like a planner or a type A personality versus like a spontaneous or like an easygoing personality. Um, or there's like a people pleaser versus someone who is not really a pleaser. And I wasn't really sure what to call the not a pleaser person. <laughs> like, someone that just hates everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The not people people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was like, oh yeah, it's true. Like I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, no, I'm definitely more of like a people pleaser kind of personality than Jeff is. And so I'm like, huh, I wonder how that impacts our relationship or anyways, it's just interesting to think about. And I wonder how many of these two, if you think about it, can be grouped into like one bucket or another bucket. Like yeah. the ex- the extrovert is probably yeah. more spontaneous and maybe more of a pleaser. Whereas the introvert yeah, is probably more of a planner and could care less about pleasing other people. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, maybe um, it just should be overarching umbrella of introvert and extrovert. <laughs> Yeah, and I, but it's true. one thing one thing that I think is I think it is important to know what your personality type is. Not necessarily like labeling it with like an enneagram or a Myers Briggs or whatever, but just be aware of like, I am this type of person. But also know right. what your spouse is because you are probably going to have some differences, and those differences are probably at some point going to create conflict. So you will need to know how to navigate those differences, like. We were just mm-hmm. talking about this before we started recording, but I've noticed in our marriage, we've both like changed a little bit or become more of the other person's personality a little bit. So me, I'm very extroverted. Mm. My wife is very introverted, but I've noticed myself more lately being okay with just a quiet night. Whereas before I'd be like, who can we have over for dinner? Who can we ha- like, who can we go hang out with? What can we do? And now I'm like, a quiet night? Just the two of us? Yes, that sounds lovely. Um, Mm. And even she has started like, hey, you know, who do you want to have over for dinner this weekend? Which is like, would never happen before. So they do change over time. And I feel like the more you're with someone, the more you start to take on a little bit of their personality as well. Totally. Yeah. And I think um, it's very similar for Jeff and I, um, just kind of opposite of you guys. Um, where he's become more extroverted and I've, yeah, I guess similar to you then, become slightly more introverted-ish. But I think too, those 
it almost brings out, we bring out the better in each other, right? It's like that whole, I don't know, you're drawing out different things that you didn't even know were inside of you, but because your spouse was different, um, those attributes that you maybe did have deep inside you were like, oh, here, now I'm going to come out. So, yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see, I mean, we can't do this because we don't have marriages like this, but I'd like to see a marriage where it's two introverts or two extroverts. And I think it'd be interesting mm. to see, like, what kind of conflict do you guys have? Like, you're both extroverted. Is it because you're never home all the time and you're always doing something with other people and you don't have time for each other? Or, like, right. do introverts just hate each other because they're always quiet or they just like never talk I don't know yeah I don't have I don't have a relationship like that with anyone so I think it's yeah. uh, I think it would be really interesting to see that point of view but let's um like what kind of conflicts or issues have you seen in your own marriage with being opposite personality from Jeff that's a good question put you on the spot sorry I think it would have it would be more um, maybe before we were married where I would just kind of assume that he would be cool with, you know, doing something with people or if I just would schedule this outing or whatnot without like confirming it with him. And he'd be like, mm. wait a second, like I didn't want to do that. Like why, what do you mean? You just said that was okay even though we didn't really talk about it. Like I think it was, that would be, like, I can't really think of anything recently, but probably back then when we were um, dating and maybe engaged, that would be more what what it would be. Or where it would be like, okay, like, let's go do something. Like, I just want to go see people. And you'd be like, well, no, I don't want to. And then you'd feel like all huffy because they don't want to, but you want to. And so you're like frustrated and mm-hmm. you don't actually have the conversation to try and, okay, well, what can we do instead? How can we compromise? And yes. what can we make a plan going forward? You're just like, well, shoot, darn, like you don't want to do what I want to do. And <laughs> so now I'm going to be upset. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about you guys? Do you have any, something to be better than my example? <laughs> um, yeah, definitely for us, it was like planning our time. So for me, like I mentioned, it was like, who can we have over? What can we go do? Especially before we had kids, it was, who can we have over? Who can we go see? Who can we Mm -hmm. hang out with or go on a double date with or whatever? That was the big thing. And then she's like, can't we just like stay home and hang out just the two of us? And then the other thing was um, like me going to hang out with my friends versus Mm. staying home and hanging out with her so it Ah. was like hey i'm gonna go hang out with the boys tonight or i'm gonna go golfing or i'm gonna go do whatever and she's Mm -hmm. like oh okay like i was kind of hoping we could hang out tonight right it was like well i kind of want to have my relationships with my friends still right and and that gets more complicated once you have kids too because then it's especially for me it's like I go out, okay, it's another day where she's home alone with the kids because I've worked all week and she's had four or five days like that. So now if I want to go golfing, that's another six hours on a Saturday that she's alone with the kids. Right. Yes. So definitely revolved around like time and doing things. Yeah. Yeah. Because the extrovert person, it's like, okay, so say you're in, like, let's say Sam would be like, well, hey, why don't you just, instead of going out with the guys, you want to just stay home with me and we'll just hang out and chill. But at the same time, you're like, but we've done that a bunch of times. Like to me, I'd be like, 
We do that all the time. Like, let's, I want to get out and do something. Like, let's go do something. <laughs> totally. 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 Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, now I'm like, yeah, that's totally fine. If we yeah. don't go have people over or we don't go see someone, yeah, let's just hang out. That's sweet too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. Um, let's transition this conversation into the bedroom. So what do you think are some like bedroom issues that can arise with opposite personalities? So here's one Um, thought that I have. Yeah. Okay. Go. So if we just, if we keep going with the introvert extrovert thing, so Mm -hmm. I could see the extrovert always wanting to, um, try new things or like let's just take positions for a sec like okay always wanting to try new positions whereas the introverts Mm. like can't we just do the position that we already do (laughs) because we know it works and we both like it and Ah. the extrovert and the extrovert would be like yeah of course like but what if there's something out there that's better that we haven't discovered yet oh yeah 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 or if you think of like a people pleaser versus not a, like a, not a, not a people pleaser, not a the pleaser. person who hates everyone. The, the person who hates everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the people pleaser is like making sure it's all good for you. Like, are you good? Are you okay? Yeah. Like, how are you doing? Like, versus the other person is like, I'm whatever. Don't worry about it. Just worry about like, I don't know. Like, I wonder if there's a difference there. Or the people pleaser is so worried about pleasing their spouse that they don't actually have any time to focus on their own pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're thinking about like a a type A planner personality is like, well, we got to, you know, this is the order that this goes in. Like, you know, we can't Mm. just skip this and go to this or, you know, Tuesdays are for oral sex. And I don't know. I'm obviously not a planner personality to know what planners are into <laughs> but i think yeah versus like the spontaneous person is like we never just do random things anymore like we never go have sex outside or um, <laughs> you know we never do it in the car i don't know <laughs> maybe yeah or just we don't we never have like spontaneous sex like it's always yeah. planned ahead of time right and like exactly. scheduled versus spontaneous sex yes which is an episode in itself, which is going to come. It's coming. One of it's these coming. days. Um, yeah, but that could be really difficult if both people are like, well, I want to do it whenever I just want to do it. And the other person's like, I want it on the calendar. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. What kind of advice would you have for some of these opposite personalities in the bedrooms? Like, how would you say that these people could resolve some of these problems? Yeah. So, okay. So if we're thinking introvert versus extrovert. So we're just thinking relationship in general, or are we thinking bedroom specific? I say bedroom. Okay. Um, or we could do both. We could do re- like for sure, because relationships are going to lead into the bedroom and vice versa. That's true. Okay. So um, introvert versus extrovert when it comes to the bedroom. Um, Maybe if your natural inclination would be to just do what you always do because that's what's comfortable and it's what's easy and say that's the introvert in you who just wants to just do what feels good and what's normal and you don't want to vary from routine. So maybe this also varies and ventures into 
other personalities. <laughs> but I mean, I think it just comes to compromise. Yeah. Um, how can you be, you know, stepping out of your box, your like safe zone to being okay, you know, thinking of your other person and being like, hey, what would they love to do or what would they love me to initiate or try um which is difficult it's really difficult to not think of ourselves and what we like and what we're comfortable with especially when it comes to sex i think it can be really easy to just want to do what we want to do um but i think it blesses our spouse like next level when you're like hey i know we let's say never do like I never give you blowjobs, for example, a girl could say to her spouse. But you know what? I know that's probably something that, you know, spontaneous you would just love me to randomly do. So I'm going to do this. Like I think you're supposed to be like, heck yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> They'd totally. be thrilled. So I think it just takes you stepping out of your comfort zone and trying to put yourself in your partner's brain to be like, hey, what would bless them? How would they want to feel loved in this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's serving your spouse sacrificially. And in that instance, mm-hmm. you are sacrificing yeah. your comfort zone for their pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I and think that versa. totally, totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and that could, and I, I think, yeah, vice versa is super important as well, where if you are the spouse that wants all the adventure and you're, spouse doesn't want that then there's going to be some sacrificial love there in you not always expecting it or not always asking for it or nagging for it or whatever like you need to lay down you need to sacrifice your adventure a little bit for Mm -hmm. their pleasure and their comfort and vice versa and Mm -hmm. I think it goes back to what you said it's all going to be compromise it's going to be a little bit of what you want a little bit of what I want and you're going to just have to try to find that sweet spot and it's going to come over time And it might create conflict, but you're going to have to work through that conflict to get to that sweet spot. Mm -hmm. Something comes to mind too. In one of our episodes, um, it was an early on one Paris and I did. I want to say it was maybe a spice it up episode. Um, We shared one of the things I had said was to like um, plan your date nights sort of to a degree where it's like, say um, like this week, um, and you could make it specific to sex where you're like, okay, so this week or this day, I'm going to be planning sex, <laughs> like what we do or what it looks like or the date night beforehand or whatnot. And then you could be like, okay, maybe for my days, I plan something that, you know, appeals to me. And then on your days, you do something that appeals to you in the sense that you get both sides of it. Mm-hmm. But also, I guess it would be important to still think, like, also try and plan for the other person, obviously, not just, like, thinking about yourself. But um, for the first bit, to try and figure out where you even land on this, it would maybe require you to be like, okay, what actually do I want here? Because maybe it's not that cut and dry. Maybe you're like, I don't actually know where I fall on this. So. And I think not knowing can sometimes be a good thing, too, if you're yeah willing and open to like explore that Mm -hmm. right so for like the for the introvert who 
just likes vanilla missionary position lights off every time and yeah. the extrovert who's like no we gotta do i don't know octopus position or some crazy <laughs> position with the lights on and a disco ball and all this stuff like yeah there's gonna be compromise but introvert you might like the disco ball or you might like the octopus position or you might like whatever it is you've just got to yeah. be a little bit open to experiencing that or trying it at least what would be a fun challenge actually would be to to plan a date night the way you think your spouse would like it, like sex. Like planning sex how you think your spouse would want it the most. That's so fun. Say, right? So it's like, yeah. okay, well, I know my spouse is into blah, blah, blah. Like, let's say, okay, I'm going to get some music. I know my spouse would like candles. I know, you know, whatever. Like you make your list of what you think, whether it's like a long list and then you like pick off the list for like certain times. But I think that would be a really challenging way but also a good way for you to kind of add compromise into what you like as well you're like okay maybe i don't want to do the octopus position but i am cool with the lights on and i am cool with the disco ball (laughs) or whatever (laughs) so i think if you if you take bits and pieces and talk about it i think another huge part of this is communication to be like yeah instead of just man i just wish we didn't always do the same thing every time like this Mm -hmm. is such a drag like Instead of having that mindset in the back of your mind, being like, hey, you know, sex is beautiful. This is fantastic. It always is fan- like so good. Do you think we could try this? Or like, how did you feel about bringing, like trying this? Or I don't know. How would you, how would you bring that up to your spouse if you wanted to expand? Yeah, I was just going to say this conversation has to happen outside of the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like what we talked about with... Um, Tony and Elisa from what was right. that episode 97, maybe somewhere in there. Um, like but yeah, outside of the bedroom, maybe even outside of the house, like a new environment that's not stressful or yeah, whatever, like shoulder to shoulder, maybe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, where you have that conversation and when you have that conversation is very important. Don't do it like right after sex. It's like, oh, we just didn't like missionary lights off again. Like, don't can't we ever switch it up? Like, not a good time to bring that up. Never, no. So yeah, outside the bedroom, maybe outside the house, and I just share your heart. Just hey, babe, I was thinking that maybe next time we could try something different. I love what we do. We always feel good. This always is amazing, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, what do you think about switching it up? Or what do you think about trying this position? Or what do you think about turning the lights on next time? Or, like, dimming the lights or whatever it is. But just Mm -hmm. share exactly how you're feeling. And I think it's always safest. Like, I always like to pose these things as a question. I don't want to just say, I want this. It's like, hey, babe, what do you think about this? Or you can even, like, I've done this I've suggested this to people before, like use us as an excuse. Like, Hey, I was listening to the kingdom sexuality podcast and they were talking about this. What do you think about that? It's totally non-threatening. Doesn't seem like it's Mm -hmm. coming from you. And I think it can, yeah, super non-threatening, which I think is the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that would be fun too, is just to make it where neither of you decide. Say you have a jar that's full of positions you have one that's like a position jar, one that's like an ambiance jar, whatever, location, where you literally just grab it out of a hat. You're like, okay, well, you know, let the jar decide what we're going to do, where it's not necessarily either of you that are deciding it. You just 
leave it up to chance. And this is where I think technology can come in because, I mean, my wife and I, we have two awesome apps that we use every once in a while. If we're looking to spice it up or switch it up, like we'll just open up the app and one of them has like bedroom games. One of them has like position roulette. It's technology can help you a big time here. Mm -hmm. So what are those apps that you recommend, Kyle? So the first one is Intimately Us and we've shared this several times on Instagram um and it's great it's super usually user friendly has a great user interface it's super easy to navigate like you just open it up you and your spouse both create an account you link them together and then they've got like a play section a discover section a dream section a learn section and a chat section and so like play is all of the games that they have discover is um you can make like lists with your spouse or like write down date ideas dream is like you can put in like things on a calendar or you can put on like conquests what they call it like you want to do like okay you want to do this at some time or like they have a sexy bucket list of you can write down bucket list things and then learn is pretty fun it literally has like technique so there's Mm. like Oral sex for him technique, oral sex for her technique, healthy sexuality. What is my spouse's anatomy actually supposed to look, not supposed to look like, but like, what is it actually? Um, Yeah, there's tons. And then they have a chat, which is, it brings you to like a different app. It's called Just Between Us. And it's all for literally messages you and your spouse want to send. They are just between you. It is triple encrypted, so only you and your spouse can see it. The developers can't see it. The people who made the app can't see it. No one else can see it except you. So you can send pictures, videos, texts, whatever you want, and it's only you two that can see it. So Hmm. that's the Intimately Us app. If you click the link in the description here, you can um, download it. And I think we have a discount with them. I think, think maybe. Um, So yeah. That's one. And then the other one is called Ultimate Intimacy, which is also very good. We use this one less than the other one. But what we really like about this one is it has the position roulette. So if we're willing or if we're looking to switch it up with positions, you just click on positions, you click the little button and it spins the wheel and it spits out a position for you. And it's the same... um, stack of positions that Alana always shares on hump day. It's the same um, diagrams and pictures and it's the exact same stack of of positions from the same, I guess, group or whoever made those cards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's the ultimate intimacy app. First one was Intimately Us. Those are the two that we like to go to and they're awesome. So... Mm-hmm. Download one, try it out. It can really help mix things up. Yeah. See, it's way easier. I'm always a pen and paper gal. I'm like, put it down on paper and rip up the paper. Alana's drawing diagrams like, Jeff, let's try this tonight. (laughs) (laughs) You see, you put this here and my legs go here. (laughs) And Jeff's like, hey, babe, there's this app. We can just press a button and it'll do it for you. (laughs) Seriously. Oh, jeez uh, Louise. No, it's good. 
Yeah. So I think regardless of where you're at, whether it's like personality differences, whether you're similar, whether you're different, whether you're like, you know, complete opposite ends of the spectrum, um, I think communication and compromise are key when it comes to having differing personalities, traits, or um, personalities as a whole. And uh, I think prayer should be a big part of this too, whether mm. it's, you know, you're like, okay, Lord, like, how can I, one, you know, see my spouse as you see you with this? Because maybe it's something that causes a lot of, you know, issues in your heart um, where you're like, well, why can't they just be like this? And I wish they were like this. Um, so I think... Yeah, or if you're someone who's super like scared of change, you know, yeah. pray and ask God for a little bit more adventure or mm-hmm. willing to serve your spouse outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or even to like, you know, Lord, like orchestrate our conversation to like mm. for me to be able to bring this up with them and like show me the best time to have this conversation with my spouse. Little mm-hmm. things like that to just invite mm-hmm. Holy Spirit into it. And like any team, I feel like you're going to have different skills and abilities that you're going to have to try and work to, to have this, you know, beautiful life together. This doesn't, you know, this isn't, we're not restricted to a bedroom. This is just life in general. You're going to need to know these skills all the time. And so I think rather than focusing on how we wish our partners were more like us um, or were different, we need to learn to, you know, understand and appreciate them. And just work to have, to meld your personalities together because you'll probably bring out the best in each other in different ways. Um, I saw this quote, it was by R. Dodd and it was, um, the goal of marriage is not to think alike, but to think together. And so I think that was Mm. a beautiful way to just kind of, you know, tie up this episode. Um, Yeah, you're not against each other. You're not supposed to be butting heads, but you're supposed to be working together to work together as a couple going forward. So, Mm -hmm. um, thank you so much for listening to our episode. And again, um, leave a review so that you can maybe hear it at the beginning of our next episode. Be sure to, um, yeah, give us five stars and tell a friend as well so that this podcast continues to grow and all that good stuff. If you want to find us, find more from us feel free to check us out on instagram at king of sexuality or if you want to find our ebooks or other um resources we have check out kingdomsexualityministry.com we'll see you in the next episode bye